Okay, Patrick. Uh, what do we do? We have a lot to talk about today, or not? What's the deal? Well, no, not really. I don't think. Okay. Uh, I'm on day 11 of no alcohol. Wow. Okay, that's like really good for you. How's it going? <laughs> that's really good for you. Uh, this, is like, this is like huge, huge. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good. I think every day that goes by, it's it's um, easier, obviously. Um, so I'm doing it for, you know, kind of a reset and also, you know, maybe drop a, a little weight. Okay. So I'm, I'm doing three things. I'm not drinking. Okay. Uh, I'm doing fasting. Do, it's called do fasting. That's the name of it. All right. So I'm not eating from 8 p.m. through not eating and or drinking anything with calories from 8 p.m. to noon the next day. And the only thing I'm allowed to have is my coffee with like a splash of cream. And when I say splash, I mean, it's like it like doesn't even discolor it, basically. Oh, wow. uh, and then I'm doing the lose it app on top of that. So keeping to a specific calorie intake per day with exercise and so forth. So uh, <clears throat> 10.1 pounds in nine days. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, 10 you're days. Like, 10 days. You're burying the lead here. What? You've and lost 10 pounds in 10 days? Yeah. So now, probably half of that was like water weight or eating a ton, coming back from vacation over the wow. holiday. So, you know, the first five was like, I don't even count that as real probably. Right. Cause you, I, my guess is if I just did nothing for a few days, that number would have dropped anyway, but no, I mean, uh, that's yeah, like so, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, you're um, really holding on to that whiskey. Now, Holy. now I, I'm almost getting ready to cross that getting obsessed with it. You know how like you try to do so, and now like if I think if I could get through this weekend with the football games and everything, and get to you know <clears throat> next Monday, this could be uh, we could be going down. Yeah, this could be good. This could be good. Oh, so, wow! Like like you're thinking if you feel well and you you do another week, you're thinking like what you'd extend it to February? Like you just keep going? So or... February, my plan is again. Who knows? Could start drinking yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, I don't have a drinking problem. I mean, I'm making it sound like I do, but no, I'm uh, just doing dry January like a lot of people try to do. Some people are doing damp dry January, they call it, or <clears throat> moist. I hate <laughs> moist January, <laughs> whatever you want to call moist it. Uh, no, I, I, I think in February I'm going, you know, my son's birthday is in Feb, so we'll go out that day. I'm going to obviously drink, partake that okay. day. Um. Then I am going to the Super Bowl. So, you Love know, it. you're going to certainly have a couple of cocktails and some A couple, food. like all you weekend. Know. You're not, I mean, you're not well, just going no, on you're, Sunday. You're with colleagues. And oh. you, that's a weekend you, you, know, oh. you, you casually, you know, you're not like, you know, you're not doing vodka shots at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. You can't go all uh, out? Okay. <clears throat> but outside of those two you know, events in Feb, I think I'm going to try to do most of Feb the same way. Wow. You must be you know, feeling I'm, like really good. That's amazing. See, I, was, I, I don't was, know. I'm, I'm still, I'm still 15 more than I want to be. I'm just getting back to not a stupid number. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. 
All right. Well, that's pretty good. Most people have, have stopped by now. Like the average, I think, resolution is like seven days. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I, it's not even really a resolution, but we'll see. It's uh, yeah, just uh, getting we'll, in shape. And then we'll, I will say, though, you know, Kristen's on it also. And um, she's cooking healthy and, you know, some great meals at night. And because normally we just do takeout. So this has actually kind of forced us to even, you know, cook and prep and wow the prep i will say the prep part it's the worst it's it's yeah what am i gonna what, what crackers and uh you know turkey something or other i'm gonna eat today right <laughs> i'm always like amazed when people say they find cooking therapeutic i'm like what aspect it's you know you gotta go get the crack <clears throat> You know, you always get like you have to get a huge thing of celery. You never use it. You end up tossing half of it, cutting up everything. Oh, it's such a yeah, pain basically in the right ass. now. It's lean turkey, lean beef, oh, yeah. lean chicken, mixed with some sort of you know spices or seasoning of some sort. Um, you know, put into some sort of you know either salad or low calorie uh, uh, vegetable mixture and or uh, like a low calorie like tortilla or some something like that and uh and then a side of veggies or something and that's it we're done there you go <laughs> Uh, all right. Talk to me about national news stories, local stories, sports like what's what's going it has been kind of a quiet week well i mean obviously after we uh you had the kevin mccarthy speaker saga continue yeah. through the weekend Finally, on the 16th embarrassing attempt, he became Speaker of the House. He uh, obviously had to acquiesce and cut many, many deals with the uh, with the Freedom Caucus hardliners who were opposed to his uh, candidacy. So um, it got very contentious. Um, on the 15th vote, it was speculated that he had the votes. And then Matt Gates, who we know his story and alleged, yeah, you know, has all these allegations against him and just looks like your typical, you know, kid that got beat up in high school was uh, decided to vote present rather than vote for McCarthy right at the last minute. McCarthy got in his face. Congressman Mike Rogers looked like he was going to, you know, punch him in the face. Uh, but he's speaker, you know, some claim, and maybe rightly so, that he'll be the weakest speaker in the history of speakers, that he's made all these promises, um, and uh, certainly moving to the right with investigations and committee assignments and, and so forth. We'll the see. Republicans are in trouble. I mean, Republicans are they're they're, they're a mess. It's I mean, mess. Biden's approval ratings up to forty six, and again, I think it's based on the dysfunction of the Republicans. I mean, if you look at the Republicans right now, what gives you any confidence that they could actually? You got Trump, and again, this this House thing is Trump's fault. Now, we talked about this: his election denying. And the January 6th, you know, uh, insurrection, 
and bad candidates in certain districts were the reason the Republicans didn't get to 235 or 230. If the Republicans had 230, this is a non-issue. He's getting to 218, McCarthy, right away. But the fact they had 222, and then you had, you know, 19, 20 hardliners, and then that number came down a little bit to like 15, 16, and you would not have had to make all the, make all those concessions. But I also think it shows, and this is, again, you know, my opinion, I think it shows that the weakness of McCarthy. I think it shows he has no power over anyone. I don't want to say they don't take him seriously, but do they? This doesn't happen to Pelosi, right? This doesn't happen to Boehner, I don't think. You know, does this happen to Paul Ryan? Probably not. So I think it shows you the weakness of McCarthy. I think it, 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 it reflects Trump's weakness. You know, Trump tried to say, oh, I made calls, and that's why he got over the finish line. Well, whatever, right? Um, but if they're going to start investigating, like they said, Hunter Biden, they're going to investigate the investigators from the DOJ. Uh, Which, America by the way, your, your, your thought is this is just so dumb. We're, we're going backwards. Yeah, Nobody yeah. cares. I, There's. I, I, I think I, – I mean, you look at what's happening over on the Senate side, you know, at least McConnell, you know, he went to Kentucky with Biden, looked bipartisan. I mean, trust me, McConnell is a deal maker as well. But I think he has control of his 49 senators now to a certain degree. And I also think that um, he, he just understands it seems like he understands that there's times to make a deal with, with the administration and enough America wants more. And I think the Republican house is giving America the perception that they're going to get more seriousness from the Democrats rather than the Republicans. And, you know, I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe all this craziness and rancor and divisiveness pre-McCarthy become the speaker. Maybe there's not left much left for them to really fight over, and they do get things done. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, no, I know it guess. does. It seems like they're in such chaos. No leadership. Um, no, I agree with you, right? And Kevin McCarthy's been such a flip flopper and. You know, election denier. Trump, then he didn't. Trump Trumper, not, yeah, you know, just the whole thing. It's just so. Yeah, yeah. They're in. They're in a mess. I mean, it's yeah, going to be. And then you have like Christy Nome and um, Sununu, who is the uh, you know from, from New Hampshire taking pot shots at DeSantis. And again, I think DeSantis did the right thing and not respond. But like, what are you doing? Like, you know, oh well, they're nervous. They're ner- I mean, well, not only that. Do they think Trump really is going to win again? No, don't may, you think he, that's the Republican problem? I think, but I'm, I'm he also, may he may win the primary. You, uh, you, <laughs> now we're like no. I, I don't know what I would do if he if you know, won, won the. I mean, again, who knows how Biden something could happen to him? God forbid, and you know, then it's you know, is it Trump against Kamala, and who knows where that goes. So you never you know, know. So I never many say things never. could play I never out. say never anymore, but um but we'll see. 
we but yeah, will so see. Republican dysfunction. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. And um, what do you think? You know, we haven't heard much from the ongoing, you know, investigation uh, uh, with Garland about Trump. You know, no charges have been brought for January 6th. Seems very quiet, doesn't it? Well, like no I, charges for that. And also, also for, you wonder. know, obviously, you know, breaking news the other day, you know, they found classified documents at the Biden Center in, in Delaware um, where he ran a think tank. So these are documents that he would have secured or somebody would have secured when he was the vice president. The vice president has no no rights to declassified to declassify documents unlike the president yes circumstances are different here it appears and i say appears because we don't know all the facts yet all the you know pundits are running around trying with the same coordinated you know talking points from the democratic party trying to demonstrate the differences between trump's classified documents being at mar-a-lago and this and yes there are differences it appears it appears that as soon as they discovered these documents they self-reported biden's attorneys they self-reported turned over the documents called archives and in addition to those documents they allowed archives to come in and take all the documents in these boxes that were at the biden center unlike trump right who who held on to them appears he uh ignored archives pushed back didn't return them and that eventually needed to be subpoenaed and raided to get those documents so yes there are differences however that's a lot of talking points that you have to go through to explain to the general public the differences this is not a good look for biden it's not a good look politically for for him it creates serious just well, at least perception. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But I, I thought even going back, Obama, you know, I there's I thought there's always some classified documents that kind of end up going with that. Like I, I think it Obama, was Obama was president. Biden was not. That's a big difference. Don't forget that. Biden should not have had these documents. The reporting is they related to Iran. He had a think tank there. Who knows was you know who was in that room? Did somebody else see these documents? My point is you had, you know, Trump classified document, you know, it appears you have from dead to rights, you know, in terms of now it gets murky. It get, it gives Trump talking points. It gives his people talking points. It gives the Republicans talking points on, well, wait a second. Why is Joe Biden have classified documents sitting in the Biden center unprotected at um, his former think tank site. Right. right? So it's just, you know, it, it just, I think it definitely makes, it's not a good look. And I think it makes it harder for Garland and others to come down. And again, circumstances appear to be definitely different, but it does, I, I think it creates more, uh, it makes it harder for Garland and on, on the classified document front. So, well, 
I don't know. Maybe you can't answer this because it's kind of a prediction question. But, I mean, we are going on quite a while of them investigating, Garland's investigation. You know, what's your prediction? I mean, even even the Daily, the New York Times Daily, basically said, had guests on that were like, look, don't be surprised if there are no charges at well, all Garland, against Trump. Garland's turned it over to special prosecutor, right? So they take forever. I don't think you're going to see anything coming. I don't think anything will happen before the primaries. I don't. I don't think there's going to be charges against Trump. I thought, and you know, that's completely opposite of what I said. I always said if they raid the president, former president's personal residence, charges will follow. And maybe that'll still be the case. But I'm starting to think no. And I'm also starting to think now with this Biden thing, it makes it a little bit more sensitive. Um, I don't know. I don't. I also don't love the DOJ always going to a special prosecutor. You know what? You're the attorney general. You have career investigators. You have career lawyers. That's your job as an as a as a as an organization. Investigate. Everything goes to special prosecutor. Then what do we need you for? Like just just do your job. Do your job, right? And. Don't worry about the political perception of things. Just do your job. Look uh, at the facts. <clears throat> Look at the facts and make a decision on if somebody should be charged or not charged and, and, and go from there. Got it. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to – it was kind of a breaking news that um, Golden Globes – you know, the Golden Globes oh. were last night – yeah. Another 23% drop in ratings to a <laughs> all-time low of 5.3 million total viewers, down 23% from 2021. We were just, yeah. you and I were talking about this before we jumped on. Like, I didn't even know the Golden Globes were happening last night. Yeah, um, it's, the, it's a complete the, collapse, uh, so we, they claim. We actually did a poll this morning in our morning news, uh, Fox 5, and uh, it was like, I forget the final total, but it was like, Five to one people didn't watch, don't care, sick of award shows, sick of the, you know, political speeches and, you know, it's just, you know. Well, but I kind of bring it up because it's almost like the four years that we've been doing this podcast. I mean, we've sort of, I don't know, maybe we've led the, the charge yeah, here. Yeah, I, I think uh, you and I said this. I said this four years ago, I think. I know. We, we, you literally did. But you know what's wild? They were saying in 2020, so almost four years ago, 18 million people tuned into the Golden Globes. And this is what like- year, What year, though? Wasn't it last year there was no Golden Globes or wasn't televised? Was it last year? It was I one year. You're what, right, wasn't it? Yes. So I don't know what you, you said. It was down twenty three percent, maybe down twenty three percent since twenty twenty one. So you're right. They skipped twenty twenty two. Here we 22 are. Twenty two skipped. Right. Here right. we we're are in twenty twenty three. So right. we are down twenty three percent. Not shocking. Yeah. Not shocking. I I think you're right in that I feel like America is really losing um, interest. Even I mean, there was no red carpet stuff. I mean, you know, it used to be fun because you'd make fun of what Hollywood. Do you think COVID and all the political political speeches and all? Do you think Hollywood's lost its like glitter a little bit? Yeah, I do. I think it's cyclical. I think it's cyclical, but I think. 
you know, I'm sure you remember this. I think 2007, 8, 10, you know, that's when I feel like we were at the height of, and I, and yeah. I think it will come back because, again, I think it's cyclical. But I think 2010, 11, that's when we were, like, at the height of huge celebrities, you know, huge celebrity scandals, big movies, and, I, and still Marvel. I don't know how Avatar is doing. Have you seen that film yet? I have not. Okay, me neither. But, you know, I, I yeah, I think we've gone through a period now of, yeah, I think COVID hit people so seriously. I just think I think people are not interested in Hollywood right now. Not that they're going to not be forever, because I think celebrity yeah, will come back. I think they. I think they're interested in certain movies. I think they're interested. Yeah, in franchise certain franchises. The content. I just think the the celebrity status of some of these individuals has lost a little bit. But no, I think you're right. I, I was I I was never like a star follower type person so um i love i mean i love celebrities i love all that but i think you're right like the politicizing of everything i think now people you know feel like they have to take sides you're this side or that's i think yeah people are kind of over it and they're yeah i just think celebrity right now is not what it used so to be. i i wish dan was available have you been following the uh there's a good story to tell. Yes, have you been following this drama in U.S. soccer? Oh my gosh, it's like a movie. The, Patrick, this I don't has even, to I, become I a film. I don't even think I can explain it to everybody. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you uh, can, I'll try I'm... to give you. So, yes. Greg Berhalter, head coach of men's soccer, uh, during the World Cup, uh, Gio Reyna, who's a young star, absolute star for U.S. men's soccer. Uh, his dad is Claudia Arena, who was a hall, is a Hall of Fame soccer player, former U.S. player, coach. Uh, Gio, as we discussed, I think actually during the World Cup, was told he wasn't going to get a lot of playing time. And it turns out that according to Greg Berhalter and U.S. soccer coaches, he uh, wasn't putting forth the effort in training camp and and some other things, right? And that's that's their side of the story. And it looks like based on the reports, it it bears out, right? I think even some other players at the Geo, you gotta you know bust your butt a little bit more. And wait so, a sec. Was Geo you were tweeting about somebody that wasn't yeah, ready so for I was said it Geo? Geo? Uh, yeah, Geo. You were like this guy is not I mean, ready. I'm sure I didn't know any about this at the time, but yeah, I was like, why is Geo not on the field? He's probably, it's debatable between him or Pulisic, who's the best talented frontline soccer player that we have in the United States right now. Okay. And yet he didn't play, he didn't play the first game, barely got in against England and then got, got scrap time against England and then scrap time in, in the last game. So, um, so fast forward, report comes out. U.S. Soccer is investigating or hired a law firm to investigate Greg Berhalter for an incident that took place. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 31 years ago when he was in college with his now wife after I think they were out at a bar or something. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure of that. And he allegedly kicked her in an argument. Well, they also disclosed that during the World Cup, Greg Berhalter was, in essence, 
blackmailed or threatened and somebody sent at the time an anonymous note to U.S. Soccer saying, I have information that will take Greg Berhalter down. Well, it turns out, well, <laughs> that Claudia Reyna and his wife, I can't remember her name. Danielle, off the top of my head. isn't it Danielle? Danielle um, were the ones who sent this information to U.S. Soccer. Well, it also turns out that Danielle was roommates and best friends with Greg Berhalter's wife. Exactly. In college. So obviously she knew about the story or the incident. Sure. So Greg came out, Greg Berhalter came out with a statement saying, you know, he apologized 30 years ago. Uh, him and at the time his girlfriend, they separated for several months. They reconnected and they've been happily married for 25 years. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a former Hall of Fame soccer player dad being being a helicopter parent. Yes. On one of the top US soccer players because he wasn't getting enough playing time and he wasn't busting his ass in warm ups to the World Cup or at the World Cup. Um then you have, you know, friends. They were friends throwing Burhalter under the bus or something that happened 30 something years ago. And then U.S. Soccer hires a law firm to investigate this. I, the whole thing is. But just... wait, what were they? By what the else way, were they supposed by the way, to do? Greg Burhalter is not under contract anymore. Oh, all right. His contract ended at the end of the World Cup. That's how they do it. Right. OK. So what this tells me is the fact that they hired a law firm doing the investigation. They were planning to keep Greg Burhalter on. That's what it sounds like to me. Otherwise, just say goodbye, right? And maybe they still will now. But right, so, so, Sarah, a lot of things here. Roommate throws him under the bus. Yes, right. 31 years ago, do you care that he kicked his girlfriend? I, I mean, ah. No, I mean, I'm always like, I don't know, physical violence by men towards women. It's just, I don't know. Like this, I'm sure you've seen the whole Dana White thing. I mean, it's yes, so yes, bad. Yes. It's and look, everybody makes everybody makes mistakes, right? So whether it's cheating or whatever, it's just it's always like violence from men to women. It like I don't know. It's always hard to swallow. I think even thirty years later, because you, the, the, the theory is that if you do it once, you'll, you'll always do it. Right, right. <clears throat> and what you know, and men know this from the time that they're little. Like you never hit a woman. Most men right. do. I mean, yeah. unless they grow up All seeing right, so, it. So obviously, it's it's they, hard. Yeah. Like if he cheated on her and then they broke up, you know, it's like. Well, I don't even think that would have been a thing. I, I think right. the fact that he he, he 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 physically hurt her to some degree. Yeah. Yes, I think it it's an issue. 30 years ago, they've been happily married for 25 years. Uh, and people I think change. People I, think change. It, I think it mitigates it to some degree that they've been married for 25 and happy and so forth. Now, obviously, this, if this was an ex-girlfriend who never reconnected and was now telling the story of domestic violence, yes, I, I mean, so. But would you fire him? See, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think he should be fired over that. I mean, if they. I don't think he should be fired over that. I do think, though, if they were on the fence, he's not under contract. 
maybe it's just time to move on. The, the question is, what do you do with Claudia and his wife and Gio? Thank you. I think Great. I think you have to make them like they have. They should not be allowed to attend any games anymore. They should not be allowed to have access to anything U.S. soccer. I think he should be banned from the Hall of Fame. I I think. Yeah, that's yes. And do, would you? I would get rid of Gio. I'm sorry. Your no, parents are. No, it's not. It's not his fault. He didn't know they were doing. No, hundred percent no. Okay, first the of all, kid- Gio sounds like a spoiled brat. Anyway, oh, to work I don't with. think he is. I think he was. He was told I, I based on too. system he wasn't going to get a lot of play. And I think instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to bust my butt, I'll get my shot. I do think he felt entitled and probably didn't work as hard as he should have. Which yeah, bye. Com- See ya. Com- well, I, I don't know. He's too good. He's too good. Sorry, he's too good. He's too good. And by the way, U.S. soccer is the players, right? Is the okay. There's not U.S. soccer without the players. Whatever. There's it's another 18-year-old like profe- out not, there. It's not a professional sports league, right? Where um, By Gio. Good no, thing I'm not the coach. No, not by Gio. Gio. Listen, if Gio sent the email, maybe. Gio sounds like a spoiled brat. You don't no, think that's influenced not. by he's the parents? Not. Oh, my God. He whined. He complained. He would hardly p- do practice. Give me a break. You're awful part of the culture. You're gone, too. Your parents should be. Bi- <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. There's another 18-year-old that's going to bust their ass that can't wait to be there. Screw that kid. Go learn a lesson. Go play for somebody in Europe and let but them. But how about your roommate that you you know, were Awful. supposedly friends with, confided in, went through everything with, takes that story? Because obviously Claudia, Terrible. At, my guess is Raina, the dad, didn't know the story. So it had to be the wife it did. who was roommates. Were, yeah. CNN just dropped a story. Um, hold on. Was it today? Let me look. I think she admitted it. Hold on. Oh yeah, she did. She did. I saw okay. that. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, she admitted it was her. I'm with you. I think ban the parents too. It's crazy. Oh, I think the parents got to be banned. You can't, you can't be blackmailing coaches. What, what the hell is that? Is there any legal, I mean, blackmailing somebody is illegal. So I don't know if they, well, I, I'm using the word blackmail, probably not correctly in the legal definition. Okay. They, they, in essence, they might have blackmailed U.S. Soccer, saying if you don't get rid of Greg, I, I'm going to take him down. I don't know exactly the wording. Okay. So I don't know if it fits the legal definition of blackmail. I don't know if they were asking for something, for something, or threatening in any way. But um, what a mess of a story. <laughs> These two are like ultimate helicopter parents you're absolutely right i mean unbelievable unbelievable i do agree with you though i you know and i don't know the stats on this domestic violence there's probably statistics that show if you hit a woman as an adult that says something about like now again i i don't we don't know all the where they and again, no excuses, hundred percent. But yeah, were they drinking? Were they like like I, we don't know the circumstances? Sure. Like was yeah, it was it two point. o'clock in the morning? And like ah, who the who the heck knows? Thirty something years ago. Um, no, I I wouldn't fire him over that because I do think to your point, like they it seems like he's redeemed himself. They have as a couple, like it it seems like hundred percent. I know, mean, thirty so people, years. People deserve a second chance. It's no, just, it's no, always hard no, to stomach no, domestic. I, like, God, you know, God forbid, I always use that word, God forbid. But if, 
if now all of a sudden somebody else came out from 12 years ago and said, well, you know, I got into an altercation with him or you know, two more ex-girlfriends from college came out and said, well, he hit me or whatever. I mean, obviously he's, he's gone immediately if those were credible, credible things. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a lifetime ago, a it's lifetime ago. Such a wild story. The parents absolutely. I believe deserve- he was 18 years old too. Like I don't, like it's not like he was 25 either. Not not again. Not that an 18 year old should do anything at 25. I'm just saying, like this no, wasn't. You are a kid. Like you are still a kid. Your brain is not fully developed. There, you know. I agree. Circumstance means that. Yeah, this isn't a 30 year old man who knows damn well and better. Even if he was drunk. I mean, yeah, you're right. Burhalter was young. They were super. I agree. I wouldn't fire him over that. I wouldn't fire. I him also over think that. the way it was discovered impacts your decision on him like somebody like somebody had like 30 year old personal information and tried to use it to get their kid more playing time i mean that that's awful just, you know. the parents look like total idiots i mean and it's like it's like everywhere they go like who would trust and and you know it does really impact their son because i would think look geo will be fine like you he'll get yeah. picked up but still i mean Geo carries around that stink. Like if you're his does. GM, I mean, you're always I mean, thinking like, like, what are these parents when, when up he, to? When he's back at training camp with the U.S. men's national team and if Greg Borholter does come back as the coach, how how awkward is that? That would be something. God, that would be so good. Like their interaction. <laughs> that, that's probably what will end up happening. That's crazy. That's a wild story. Yeah. My guess is though the – it sounds like the lawyers who they, the law firm that who they hired to investigate, they're the ones who uncovered who sent the email, the Claudia and the wife. That that's because they, I think in the statement from U.S. Soccer they said we hired the firm to investigate, and they also uh, it, during their investigation they uncovered other inappropriate behavior towards our staff from people outside the organization Mm. so that i'm guessing that's what that meant Mm. or maybe there's other stuff too i don't know crazy times crazy times um all right wrapping up here anything anything else you uh you want to cover george santos the uh we mentioned him last week the congressman of long island the the new york republican gop is asking him to resign He's the guy who's lied about everything, including probably his own name. Uh, he's a disgrace. Uh, he should step down. Uh, so, so that's that's interesting and ongoing. Um, the the um, the uh, just lost my train of thought. Oh, the national championship football game was Monday night. Oh yeah, the blowout. Unfortunately, it turned out to be uh, not a game at all, 65-7. And then you have people like, oh, that's why you don't put TCU in. You know what? A- any any sports reporter, analyst, pundit that's saying that, complete idiots. Complete idiots. TCU are in the right to, A, be in the top four. They beat Michigan from the big – undefeated Michigan from the Big Ten. Yeah, they were overmatched, overwhelmed, probably were not ready for the 
the, the, the magnitude of that game from, from a coaching staff standpoint to a player standpoint. Um, yeah, it got ugly, but that doesn't mean they didn't deserve it. It's stupid. That's just a stupid, you know, hindsight analysis. That's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's idiotic. It's idiotic. <laughs> uh, the commanders fired Scott Turner, okay. their offensive coordinator, which lends me to think they're keeping Rivera, which I just do not get. That's what I've heard. I've seen you tweet he's a, about he's it. A, he's only he's only had three winning seasons, all with Cam Newton. Um. Uh, Wait, did the Commanders make the playoffs? No. Oh. You knew that. They were out last week. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Scott Turner off his corner oh, no. gets fired. I just don't. I just don't understand it. Well, I don't understand it. Maybe they Arizona didn't. Cardinals fired their coach Cliff Kingsbury, who was well thought of. Gone. See you later. Well, the Commanders. You know what? Maybe they they're... want. What? They want to win. They want to win. If you think Rivera is the coach to take you to a Super Bowl, tell me why. Tell me why. T- tell me what in his last 12 years gives you the impression he's the coach. To, he hasn't had a winning season with the Commanders. Best years this year, 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. In his last 12 seasons, only had three winning seasons. All when Cam Newton was at his playing his best. Still didn't win the Super Bowl, right? So tell me, why wouldn't you just... I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You're going to change offensive coordinators? Well, I mean, like that? the rumor is they potentially want to sell. So maybe they're, you know, uh, are they even no. in the winning mindset? Or you don't think that's real? I don't know. I think this organization, and I don't, I'm sure as individuals, they all want to win. And I think Rivera wants to win. And I said, I tweeted out, he's, according to reports and everyone who gets interviewed and, and you know, people who know him as, you know, throughout his career in the NFL, he's a great guy, superhuman, very nice. Players love to play for him. But that's separate from, you know, who who can take you to win a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I will see. Maybe they get some offensive coordinating guru and and it, it you know, turns it, around. They saw they saw they, they don't they're not they don't have a definite quarterback for next year. Sam Howell, who was drafted last year, number in, in by them in the draft. He started the last game, played pretty well. He got the Heineke thing. Wentz is definitely gone because they have some relief on their cap space if they get rid of Wentz. They're not, they're not beholden to, to some payments to Wentz. So he's definitely gone. So you have Heineke, Howell, and do you draft a quarterback? We'll see. Uh, the problem is, you know, they're still in the middle of the pack. I think they're going to draft like 17th right now or 16th or 17th. I I'd rather them go two and sixteen or two and fifteen, so they get a high draft pick. So Houston Texans fired their coach, um, Lovey Smith. I don't know. It's just yeah. In any in any other world, Rivera is no longer coaching this, this franchise. But 
Here we go. We'll see. We'll see. Here we go. Uh, Patrick, where do people follow All you? All right, Sarah. Patrick, Jim, Fox 5 DC. All right, we'll see you All next right, Sarah, week. All right, Sarah, talk to you later. You got it. Right, see bye. ya.